the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. Plus, for those who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level compete for top cash payouts and compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required, with a free entry to an NBA contest. And FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd to sign up today. That is FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Let's go! So, you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening, baby! But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. And I'm all over it, like Revis Island! I'm literally 196 and 145. I'm batting 57% over 300 bets on this app. I have nothing but great things to say about it. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Cowherd, compare odds from different sports books, and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing. So, if the game means more to you, download the free Action Network app and start betting smarter. And feel free to hit me up, because I'll go toe-to-toe with you, baby, any day, any moment, on any sport. Let's go! of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. All kinds of fired up for a Friday show. We are finally turning the page on a couple of series. Let's get it popping, baby. Hawks and the Knicks, bye-bye. We had the under and a couple of player props that hit. But most importantly, we had the Knicks money line. That made me feeling like a fetal position was appropriate on a Wednesday night crying my Madison Square Garden self to sleep. Just revolting. I'm sorry. I did not see the Knicks losing three in a row on their way to the freaking Cancun couch. Disgusting. 
disgusting. Julius Randle's double-double hits. Trey Young's over three-pointers hit on the props. Doesn't matter. But how about that Sixers parlay hitting real quick before we dive in? Danny, I am so money green. Hits a second three. A second three as time is virtually running out in the half for the Sixers to win the half. And we cash our Philly winning both halves at minus 155. We do not win the parlay because of the Mavs. Yes, the Mavs have continued. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to say it. Not a home team has won. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. We can't get a home game win like I can't get a freaking haircut to trim this fro back down to the end of six foot club. But I digress. I'm going beer pong rebuttal. I'm getting angry, stubborn, whatever you want to call it. And we will dive in. Sleeves rolled up today after we fire on the Clippers Mavs game six with the Nets and the Bucks. I got a couple ones for you in that puppy. We're going to go prop shopping. We're going to go series shopping. And we're going to take a game one fire headed into the Saturday game one in Brooklyn. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't at least speak on Mayweather Paul. The lines are absurd. I do have a pick for you. It's at the tail end if you're with us the whole show. That is your Friday. Let's get ready to gamble. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. I'm going right now. Lock of the day. Clippers money line minus 144 on FanDuel game six at Dallas. We are going all in on this betting trend. The Clippers give me some in and out spread for you. Listen to this eight and two, eight and two against the spread. First, the Mavs on the road. Across the regular season and playoffs since 2019 slash 2020. Kawhi, he gave us just 20 points in game five on one of seven from three point land with, of course, Denny Smith's Kawhi claw on his face. And that's what Kawhi does after a huge, huge third quarter by the Mavs. They balled out. It was a game of runs. And I don't want you to draw too much in. To Luka going for over 40. It was expected. He had an abysmal. I told you Austin Powers cranking the neck. He had a stiff neck all day. Thank you. 19 in game four. That was the game Hardaway. Had four points on one of his shooting. But just know this. Know this. No game. No team has won at each other's house. No team has won a home game. All right? And this is what's fascinating. Because... You can't really, in a series like this, break down too many numbers. I can just tell you what I'm seeing. Game four, all right? Game four. It was a shellacking. 106-81, the Clippers won. But this is what's fascinating. Wednesday night's game, okay? The game in which, and, and, and this is what I want you to know. The game in which... The Mavericks won by five. And, and they really shouldn't have won that game on paper when I read this to you. Luke had 42. Timmy Hardaway had 20. 
Nobody else in double figures? Nobody else in double figures. Not Kristaps, not Boban, not Finney Smith, Powell off the bench, Kleber, nada, nothing. It was a 42-point and 20-point hardaway needed to help them supporting cast to get them to 105 points. And yes, the under hit. You go to the other side. This is my argument to you. Because neither of these two teams are really impressing me. A couple players are. How's Luka not? But Paul George gave you 23 and Kawhi gave you 20. So Kawhi obviously had 29, just alluded to in game four. Paulie George, right around the same output, giving you 23 in game five. He had 20 in game four. He's also giving you 29, 28, and 23 in the other three games. But I digress. Wednesday night, Reggie Jackson gave you 20. Morris gave you 16 on four of eight from three. Oh, Reggie had six threes, by the way. And Batum, albeit missed the game winner on an absolute layup of a tip-in, still gave you double digits. Zubat, six. Rondo did nothing. Beverly barely played. Don't know what's going on there. And Terrence Mann gave you four and a lot of tenacious defense. So you're telling me five guys in double figures versus a Luka 42 and a Timmy Hardaway 20. You go back to the 186-81 game. And this you could say this is a weird way to look at it, but I'm just saying to you this. Porzingis has not been great in this series. Luka's been unbelievable. Tim Hardaway, though, has been interesting. Tim Hardaway gave you an abysmal outing in the two games in Dallas. He literally gave you four points on one of eight shooting, didn't hit a three, and just 12 points on four of 14 shooting in the other game. I'm sorry. If this is about role players, if this is about overall team versus overall team, it's a weird way to look at. But the last thing I'll say is the Mavs, a little bit of pressure here. They're trying to end a 10-year run without a playoff series victory. For the first time, for the first time since they won the ship with Dirk. They're trying to end, they haven't won a playoff series since Dirk beat LeBron. Think about that. That's pressure. Pressure. I was at the Staples Center. It is not home court advantage during this COVID half in, half out stadium. It ain't anything to be scared about. It's like you're playing in front of a couple of stars. And a bunch of people eat popcorn. Staples Center was quiet as a mouse. I think game six comes down to role players. Reggie Jackson's been playing very encouraging basketball. I think they lean on Kawhi to have a much better outing than 20 points. That's an off night for the man. Remember my stat going into when I had the Clippers money line earlier in the series. They're 26-6 and six now, 26-7 and seven when Kawhi puts up over 30 points for the Clippers on the season. I'll ride with this betting trend of 8-2 and two against the spread on the road at Dallas over the last couple of years. And I will ride with the pressure mounting of Dallas not being able to close. And I will bank on role players. And that's my speech for the lack of the day. Let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it rolling. Clippers over the Mavs. I'll see you on the other side for Game 7. 
series, baby. Feels like I just shaved my face and I'm coming in a new version of me. The Nets hosting the Bucks, and we are getting sleeves rolled up because I got a couple of picks for you that are going to lead into the parlay for this segment, but also the prop shop. When we go prop betting, baby, I have for you a same game fan duel parlay. We are rocking with the Nets on the money line, minus 162. We're putting that in our gambling coffee against the Bucks, and we're saying to ourselves, who's hitting over 25 points? Who's doing it? Kevin Durant is, baby, and we're going to work our way towards even money for this two-team parlay. Under the same game fan duel section, you got to love it. Let's start here. KD to score over 25 points. For goodness sake. First off, he's going to get it done. All right? He's scoring at will in his first five playoff appearances for the Nets. 34.8 points per night? Near the top of the list for players scoring in the postseason? 34.8. We need 25 by the way, hasn't happened since the 70s, ladies and gentlemen. We're three lads. You already know who it is. Irving, Harden, and Kevin Durant. All averaging 20 points per game with Santa Claus giving you 10.8 Danny freaking dimes. Hasn't happened since the Nuggets. In the 70s, three guys averaging over 24, and you got Harden meeting KD more than halfway. In the five games against the Celtics, for James, 27, 10 Danny Dimes, seven boards on 55, 47, and 90 splits from the field three-point line and free throw line. Are you kidding me? Brooklyn set a playoff franchise record, putting up an offensive rating of 143.9. Points per 100 possessions. One of those games. And which Harden had 18 assists. He's coming up to the Peyton Manning line. And he's saying, you get an assist. You get an assist. You get an assist. It's like Ron Burgundy at a wingman party, baby. He's doing all he can to help the boys. Look, it's going to be about a big three versus another big three. I'm a little nervous because, yes, the Bucks won the season series. But we have a little bit of a fickle situation here. The Bucks went against the Nets and never faced the big three. Never faced the big three. The big three is 10-3 and three overall, including the playoffs. These three lads have only played 13 games together. But you got to say it out loud. You got Giannis, Middleton, and Drew Holiday. And... Drew Holiday is fantastic defensively. But what's fascinating here, and, and the Bucs are playing better, better defense right now. They are. They're playing top three at 98 points per game defensively in terms of their opponents. But the Bucs also went against the Heat. And Brooklyn had to go against Jason Tatum and the Celtics. No Jalen Brown. We're talking about a difference in two touchdowns and points given up. You got to say to yourself... I mean, the Heat were crumbling. The Heat were Jenga. Just, it's over. One, they need to just pull one Bam Adebayo, one Tyler Hero piece, and it crumbled, baby. Who would have thought Jay Crowder mattered so much? And know this, 
These two teams are top two in scoring coming in. But the Nets have ramped it up even more in the playoffs, averaging 123.4. Bucks are sixth offensively. And the Nets, interestingly enough, at one point in the series, were playing top two, top three defense in terms of efficiency. Steve Nash versus Budenholzer. Budenholzer, he's only 36 and 32 in the playoffs. That's it. You look back on these three games, because this is all we really have. 117, 114 bucks. Durant put up 42. Giannis had 49. Irving had 20. No Harden. Giannis had 49, but only Bryn Forbes had double figures off the bench in that game. DiVincenzo didn't score. Then he had the 124, 118 game. They were back to back, by the way. They played each other twice in a row. Bucks won over the Nets. Still only Bryn Forbes. Got him double digits in scoring. First time they played him, Durant Durant played and Harden played. Kyrie didn't. So again, like I told you, they've never faced, the Bucs have never faced all three of these lads at once. The three musketeers, baby. And that game was a big moment. It was a stepbrothers, did we just become best friends. Again, KD and Harden. Harden missed a go-ahead bucket, got the ball back, dished it to Durant, Hit a go-ahead three with 36 seconds left, and they won. That was the Kyrie missing his seventh consecutive game for personal reasons, and the Nets were amidst a four-game winning streak moment. That was back in January. Long time ago. But what I'm saying to you is this. It's the coward theory. Name the best players on the teams. Let's go through it. I got to put KD over... Giannis, I'm sorry. KD's better than Giannis. If I'm starting a team, I'm going with KD. At least this year. Franchise mode, different assessment. One year, one team, one series like this, I'll take KD. Then you have Giannis. And then you have Harden. And it is close. Because Harden is literally almost messing around and giving you an ice cube triple-double. And if he didn't hurt his hammy, he might have messed around and got the MVP. And then you have Kyrie Irving who's absolutely better than Middleton. So three of your first four players in this series, Lee Nets, and I know Giannis eight, he averaged almost damn near 40 this season with 10 boards and five assists in three games against the Nets. But you're also looking at role players like Joe Harris, the top three-point shooter for the Nets. He knocks down 3.1 threes per game. Claxton playing some defense, 1.3 blocks per game. Irving, believe it or not, led the team. 1.4 steals a contest. They can play D, baby. Milwaukee's only 35 and 40 against the spread this year. And one tie, one push. And Brooklyn, 41 and 35 against the spread. Above record. I'm not saying this is an easy decision. I'm not saying that the Nets aren't going to lose a couple games in in this series. What I am saying is game one is pivotal. Game one, game one. And let me tell you, as a home favorite, Brooklyn's 26 and five. 26 and five on the season. And you want to know what Milwaukee is as a road underdog? Doesn't happen very often, but they're 0 and 2. 0 and 2. 0 and 2. I'll take the number one offense. In the playoffs, 
and I'll take a big three in game one with Durant, who's averaging 34 a game, to give me this parlay, same game parlay. The Nets from three, 42.6% as a squad? How many role player threes can Bryn Forbes give you? Who throws a cupcake? Honestly! KD's getting over 25 points in game one. The Nets are winning game one on the money line. It's my prop. It's my degenerate parlay. A degenerate special, we like to call it. In the middle of the show. And that's it without question for game one. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in-play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA in-play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA in-play, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to, because NBA in-play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in-play Today, I'm on my way to Vegas, by the way. Make sure to check out the Big 3 Combine. I will be covering it and there in person. That's right, chopping it up with the Josh Smith, Charles Oakleys of the world. Do I dare say Dr. J? But let's get prop shop with it. I'm going to take the Nets. Minus 190. Minus 190. Without question without question, to win the series. But we get home court advantage. We're going to need Giannis to play out of his mind. We're going to need Drew Holiday to do something he's never done. Guard a top 10 player in the playoffs, in the league, and give you over 20 a game. I don't see Middleton Balling out of his ears in this series. He may have a game where he goes nuts. And then look, let's not forget, you still have Blake Griffin. You still have DeAndre Jordan. There's still some serious size and solid role players. I just alluded to it in the last segment. Joe Harris can give you 10, 12, 14 points, no problem. And they're going to be a problem. Look, The Nets are a favorite to win the East for a reason. You can say to yourself, the Bucs won the season series. They never played the big three. The big three are 10 and three. All right? 10 and three. And we're going into the series with Harden playing impeccable basketball. 27, 10, and 7. They're 10 and three together. I can't. I'm sorry. I got to buy it. If Milwaukee steals game one, if the line was a little bigger, I would maybe double dip. Because if you look at all the totals of these games, they're all very close. If I was getting 
a Milwaukee five. I would have considered in game one dipping, but I'm not. It's three and a half. So we go money line. And we go with the certified assassin KD. But I just got to say to you this. But I'll end it here. Because I'm buying the Nets to win the series. Is Brooke Lopez really going to play out of his skull? He's not. All you need any night is a Shamit, a Claxton, a Joe Harris, a Blake Griffin, someone to give you double digits. That's all we're asking. And the Bucks have a coach that, quite frankly, isn't very great at adjustments. He has drove Bucks betters, and I've been on it, ballistic. He will have Giannis on the bench in pivotal moments for absurd reasons. It doesn't make any video game 2K sense. So I'll take a championship Kevin Durant to help work with Stevie Nash to get the game plan correct, make the adjustments. It'll go six. It might go seven. It's a star-driven league. We don't need to keep beating it. I'm taking the Nets. Give me the Nets. Minus 190. Let's go shopping. We're wrapping it up with another prop bet. And we're out of here. We got Mayweather. We got Logan Paul. On a Sunday. A June 6th. A battle, if you will, of the last of the old school versus the certified new school in boxing. At least at the moment. The Paul brothers doing what they can to insert themselves to the top of the boxing community. We have a spread that is so unbelievably large. It's Mayweather minus 1,000. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm putting $100 down. To win 10. Or it, it's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Logan Paul's plus 600, by the way. But here's what's incredibly annoying about this. It's an exhibition. So here are the rules real quick. No judges. No official winner read. Knockouts are legal. A KO is up to the ref's discretion. No headgear with 12-ounce gloves. Eight three-minute rounds. No judges. No official winner read. Mayweather's known for betting on himself. You can bet on yourself in the world of boxing. This is a man who is 50-0 with 27 knockouts. The only, the only line I'd like to take. You have a knockout... The only thing I want to fire on is the fight to not go the distance. And I could be wrong, but if Mayweather with 27 knockouts doesn't knock out Logan Paul and dodgeball dips, ducks, Peter LaFleur dives, laser, blazer, boom, boom, that's going to drive me nuts because I'm taking minus 240. I'm taking the fight to not go the distance. Logan Paul, I met him. He's a large, large lad. It is a huge size differential. There is a world where they do go the distance because Mayweather may just have have some fun dancing. But we also saw what he did to Conor McGregor. 
a non-traditional boxer. Logan is going up a hill that no man wants to climb. And that's against an unblemished record. And so if I just had smart money, look, I fired on a minus 240 in UFC and I've caught in an L before. How do you not fire on something? A minus 1,000 is egregious. It's egregious. It's absolutely egregious. Putting $1,000 down and win 100. Ridiculous. But I will fire on something. The fight's in Miami. It's an exhibition though. So breakfast money only. I'll take Mayweather hoping to knock out Paul here. What a sentence. Welcome to 2021, the apocalypse. To not go the distance minus 240. If there's a world, then Mayweather gets knocked out. If there's a world, then we still cash, baby. That's what not going the distance is. It's both sides. Minus 240. That is your Friday episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Your boys off to Vegas to cover the big three. Do not forget to check out all things volume sports, all podcasts on the network, any additional gambling content. Moneyline Monaco on the TikTok, Instagram, airwaves. We are cooking in the lab there. Wins, losses, wins, losses. That's what they won, right? We're giving it to them, baby. Let's hope the Clippers win game six. Let's hope the Nets win game one. Katie gives us 25. We cash that beautiful FanDuel same game parlay. I got the Nets to win the series. And we have a not go the distance Paul Mayweather. Dipsy do, if you will. That's it for me. Shout out the Brums on the ones and twos. Don't forget to hug your mothers. I'm out.